Hello, friends. Welcome to the Crank and Boom podcast. I am your host, Tao Green. I opened a Thai restaurant with my family 17 years ago that has since morphed into a multi-million dollar ice cream business. I have the honor of leading 40 plus teammates to fulfill our company's mission, create joy, ignite laughter, and inspire compassion. And now I get to share my experiences of building this incredible business with you. On the show, we chat all things small business, family, and life, and how we can do it all with a bit more purpose and in community. I am so glad that you're here. This is the Crank and Boom Podcast. Today, I want to talk about something that can truly change your entrepreneurial journey and how you show up in the world, the power of gratitude and the art of crafting a vision for your business. I know as an entrepreneur, when there are multiple fires popping up daily in your business, it can be almost impossible or feel really silly to keep an attitude of gratitude or set aside any time to set a vision. I mean, who has time for that, really? We're just trying to get through the day and get all the tasks done that are on our massive to-do list. But I'm here to tell you that losing sight of the bigger picture can cost you sleep, money, and most importantly, your sanity. Taking the time to pause, reflect, and be grateful for where you are and what you have can really be a game changer. It's like taking a deep breath for your soul. Gratitude can shift your perspective, bring clarity to your path, and infuse your actions with purpose. And then there's the magic of casting a vision. When you close your eyes and dream big after shifting your mindset to gratitude, you can set a course for your business and navigate through uncharted waters with a clear destination in mind. The practice of gratitude is one of my most favorite things in the whole world, and I can't wait to share what it has done for me and my business with you today. So let's get into it. When we had our very first restaurant as a family, The Smile As I Am in Frankfurt, Kentucky, I remember very specifically my mom would fix us food. Anytime we would be hungry while we were working, we put a ticket in to my mom and I would write what my order was and then I would just put ASAP and then I would put double ASAP if I was extra hungry. I remember as she would put it in the line and ring the bell for us to get food or for us to grab food for our customers that I remember my dad always telling us, say thank you for your food. Thank you to your mom. Thank you for making the food. Thank you for everything that she does for you. So it was ingrained for us as a family to always be thankful for those things. Every single time we got a meal, every single time we went out to eat, every single time we were out and about. And it was something that was modeled for my parents. But this attitude really got me through when my dad was battling cancer last fall. We had determined that we were going to always be with him, that he would always have somebody from the family with him around the clock. So I did night shift. I would go in and I would be grateful for the fact that my schedule was free enough that I could do that and that I had the flexibility to be there for him. And then every morning, we had this great big window that would face the sun as it rose. And a lot of times we would be awake because we didn't really rest during the night. And I would say, hey, Dad, look, the sun came up today. And it would always ground me. It was this reassurance that the sun is going to come up no matter what. This is also a shout out to Emily Lay because that's something that she would always say. 
the sun rose again today. That was something that would ground me. That's something that I would say to him. I was like, look, Dad, we survived the night. We survived the night and we made it to morning. That is a big win for us. That attitude and just that little thing that I would do every morning, I felt like would help us get through those night shifts that were hard. When things are so hard and things feel impossible and you feel so sad or stressed or mad, it's just something that will continue to ground me no matter what comes our way. Things like that have always been a part of our family culture. And I feel like that's something that really, really is a foundation of who I am as a person. Gratitude shows up in a lot of different ways within our company, and there are some tactical things that we have done to build it into the culture. I think there are some really specific things that you can do in your own business to make sure that it becomes a piece of your culture. One thing that we do in Slack, we actually have a channel called Shoutouts. The whole team has access to that channel. Anyone on the team can post if there's some reason for them to give a shout out to someone else on their team. If we had an event, I will try to go on there and say, thanks for this person for making this event go off without a hitch. I appreciate your hard work and it allows my gratitude to be in a public space where everybody gets to see it can be even small things. I am grateful that such and such gave me a ride home. Or it can be, I'm thankful for Team HQ because they really nailed it with our fall flavors this year. They are amazing. So it can be small things, it can be big things, but it's this open forum that you're not just telling the person that, that you're thankful directly, but you're also shouting it out in a public space so that other people can also see that and see that you're appreciative and make sure that the people who are working hard are getting that recognition. Because who doesn't like recognition, right? I mean, everyone wants to feel good about the work they do. And so it's our version of shouting it from the rooftops, but in a more internal way. And then we also want to make sure when we are doing our different reviews, making sure that we are having a place where people can voice their opinions and then using that opportunity to also thank that person for the work that they do. I love doing little things for our team, but then we also try to have different events throughout the year, be it Staff Appreciation Day, where we'll close the store. This year, we took people to Kings Island, which is an amusement park here in our area. And then we also had, for those who are staying here locally who maybe didn't want to make the trip, we had a lunch and a movie. And so it wasn't anything overly extravagant, but... It is a way, again, for us to pause, take the time to say thank you to our team. I would say having those things in place help us to create this culture of gratitude and hope that it translates so that people feel cared for and people understand that we are appreciative of what they do. But then I also think that it will translate to what we do in our interactions with our customers because it's easy to get into this pitfall when you're in customer service. It is easy for teammates to get into what I kind of call a death spiral of complaining about customers because you will get those people who just completely aggravate you or are not very nice when they come into your retail space. And yes, there will be people who are unpleasant and people that you don't want to deal with, but we can still be kind. We can still 
have a attitude of being grateful, even if we have some tough interactions. Every single person that comes in, whether they're nice or not, you thank them for being there. Thank you for coming. We appreciate you stopping by. All those things are built into what we do and what we say to our clientele that come in either by email or even with people who are coming into our physical stores. And it's not just talk. Like We are actually very thankful that those people have come to patronize our business because if we don't, we have nothing to do and we have no jobs, which is not helpful for anybody. So I think it's been a long work in progress, but I'm really proud of how far we've come and proud of what our team has been able to do and the attitudes that they have now because it's not an issue anymore because we have been able to build the culture to be that way. The holiday season is here and it's the perfect time to celebrate amazing food with your friends and family. I've learned when running a business that it's so important to take time out to share special moments with your loved ones. And I can't stress this enough. So when you're making plans to create magical moments for the holidays, remember that Gold Belly can make your holiday unforgettable. Whether it's Ina Garten's carrot cake for a special holiday dinner or Crankin' Boom's Flavors of Kentucky ice cream collection for your special holiday gifts, Gold Belly can deliver it right to your door. Don't miss out on Gold Belly's incredible offerings this holiday season. Head to goldbelly.com and make your celebrations and gift giving this season even sweeter. If you've been here for a while, you know that I incorporate community in everything I do. It fuels every decision I make about my life and my company. Our beloved sponsors, Holly Hill & Co. also share the same love for community. In fact, their love of community is why they work so hard to highlight local produce in all nine of their Central Kentucky restaurants, like Zim's in downtown Lexington, Honeywood at the Summit, and the historic Holly Hill Inn in Midway. So you can experience what it means to connect the farmer and the food to your family's table. And now they've expanded their offerings to the community by opening a new cooking studio and retail store. You can take cooking classes with the very famous James Beard nominated chef Weta Michael herself and learn about how to make the most out of your farmer's market hall or how to craft the perfect bourbon menu. And while you're there, shop the handcrafted goods and thoughtfully curated gift sets for your friends and family. Learn more about their new cooking studio and retail store in downtown Versailles, Kentucky by visiting hollyhillandco.com. Again, that's hollyhillandco.com. And let them know Tao from the Crank and Boom podcast sent you. Gratitude is one of those things that takes practice. So if you are kind of mumbly and grumbly and have an attitude where you're maybe not so grateful, it takes practice to shift out of that, right? Because it's easy to get down on yourself. It's easy to judge other people. It's easy to take all that energy and put it in a bad place versus being in a place where you are grateful for where you are, that you're kind to yourself, and that you are kind to the people around you. It definitely has taken time and practice for me to get in that mindset. And again, it's harder to be in that mindset when you are physically stressed, when you're physically drained, and you are mentally burned out. So I think some of that comes with making sure that you 
have gratitude for yourself, your life. I would say having this attitude is what has gotten me through my journey as an entrepreneur. I think if you, again, go into a death spiral with a attitude that is not grateful, it just takes you to a bad place and you're then putting your energies in things that aren't really productive or helpful. And so during COVID, I got a physical planner from Simplified. Shout out to Emily Lay and the team at Simplified. I love their planners. I had gotten one of their planners on sale and I would write seven items every day. And I probably did this for about a year during the height of COVID, like right in 2020, when things were just so uncertain and there were just so many emotions. I was physically drained from taking care of a baby all day and then having to work till three in the morning every day because we didn't have childcare. But I would take the time and it would maybe take five minutes, 10 minutes, and I would write down everything that I was grateful for. And sometimes those items would be as simple as, I'm so glad that I'm alive. Being able to look back and go back to basics and be grateful for those things, I think, is a great first step. Like If you can say every day, take a moment and say, I'm glad that I'm alive today. I'm glad that I have the great fortune to tackle these problems in my business today. I have the great fortune of driving my kids to school and feeding them breakfast and getting to hug them because not everybody gets that gift. And so I think when you can frame that gratitude back to basics. All those things are a great practice to get you started. Thank you so much for listening to the Crank and Boom podcast. If you want business advice and tactics like this every week, click that follow button wherever you listen to your podcast so you never miss an episode with us. Also, if you like what you heard today, it would mean oh so very much to me if you would leave us a review that helps other people find us. Leave a note on what topics you want me to cover more of because we would love to hear from you. I can't wait to meet you here again very soon. Until next time, peace. This is a production of Four Eyes Media.